Welcome to the Game Changer Podcast, where my goal is to give you insight into high performers' lives on how they approach competition, how they approach stress, and how they perform at high levels over sustained periods of time. Today, my guest, Carlotta, is an LPGA professional. She's been on the tour for over eight years now. In 2017, Carlotta joined Superstition Mountain Golf and Country Club as her home club to train at um, out here in the Phoenix area. And it's been phenomenal to see her work with one of our golf fitness professionals, Zach Goley. And I see her coming into the gym and just her mindset and her approach to her training, even warming up and stretching is phenomenal. So I really want to give you some insight into how she grew up, where she came from, how she got introduced to sports, uh, specifically competition, of course, in the golf world too. And just, you know, what her life is like, kind of how she manages her travel schedule and how she can continue to see success with all the variables that come her way. Thanks for tuning in. And again, if you want to hear more information about our company, you can look us up online at teamupwellness.com. I'll make sure to have a blog post available with the information that uh, Carlotta shares with us today. Carlotta, thank you for joining me on the Game Changer podcast. I'm super excited to have you on here. I know you guys just mentioned you just got off a plane, right? What were you guys up to before? Uh, we were in Florida last week, playing the first tournament of the year in Boca Raton. Awesome. Um, and yeah, we started the year and now a few weeks here in, in Phoenix to get ready for the, for the season. Cool, that's awesome. Well, thank you for taking the time. And I really hope to give our, our audience, the members at Superstition Mountain, people we work with, just some insight into your background, how you got started with golf, um, how that kind of translated into competition to where you are today. Yeah, so I started playing golf when I was five years old, and I started with my dad back in Spain. We live in a small village, only 150 people. Wow, was that the first sport? Was golf the first sport? Um, I played soccer as well. My okay. uncle, yeah, my uncle, he played first division in in Spain football soccer, mm-hmm. and I played for two years. I played golf. I played tennis. I did swimming. I love sports, so I I did everything. Yeah, that's awesome. Was it? Uh, what did you love so much? Was it competing against someone or just the actual activity? Uh, I love the competition. I mean, I think for me, competing like when I get to the golf course. I mean, those Thursday to Sunday, those four days. I just love being there. I like the pressure. I like playing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've, I've always really liked competing and, and winning. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Have you found a way to replicate the pressure of competition in, in practice at uh, all? It's it's always tough. I mean, now I bought a TrackMan two years ago, so you have different tests. And I really like to practice with those because you can, I think, replicate those feelings a little, a little bit. Yeah. What was it that you bought? Uh, TrackMan. Okay, awesome. It's just like a golf radar that it just uh, it tells you all the information about the balls and how long it's going and the ball speed and the club speed and your swing. and. Okay. So it, it helps you a lot. So you compete against yourself, right? Yeah. I'm going to write that down so we can make sure we link it up for everyone. Trackman. Awesome. When, uh, when you were competing, like at a young age, just having fun playing sports, when was your first like official golf competition? You participated in? Uh, yeah, so the first one it was when I was nine years old. I went, I went to the south of Spain to play the, the Spanish championship. Mm-hmm. And it was only, I think, 12 players. And I finished like 10th. How did you so, qualify? How did you get in to that? Um, I mean, I think there were not enough players. I think <laughs> I didn't really have to qualify. I mean, only 12 players. So 
and they're 10 years old, so yeah. I, just, I just went and, and competed against everyone in, in Spain. Yeah, and then that was your first one at nine. Did you do several up until Yeah, yeah so that? then, yeah, I played every tournament in Spain, Spain Championship, like under 10, and then 11, and 12, 13, and 14, mm -hmm. uh, 15, 16 juniors. Um, I, I played everything. Okay. Was there any other sports, too? Were you playing soccer or anything during that time? No, after I turned 10, 11 years old, I started more with golf. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was tough to keep up with everything. I, I mean, I did some workouts, but no, no soccer, no, uh, no swimming. Only, only golf. Yeah. When did you have your first like uh, golf coach, like instruction? So my first coach, I, I had only two coaches in my life, and in my home course we had this old guy um, that I was with him for. 20, 21 years. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, what, he, what's his name? Uh, he passed away. He his name is Roge, His his name was Rogelio Cheverria, mm -hmm. and he used to be a pro. My dad used to carry for him. He used to play in Spain. He used to know Sevi Ballesteros. So he was a great golfer, and he taught me a lot. He had a lot of confidence in me. Yeah. And I I learned a lot with with him. That's cool. That's yeah. awesome. And you started with him, so you said you were yeah, very when young, I, right? Yeah, when I started, like five, six, seven years old, like he was always my coach, and he was like more like a second dad, always with him on the course and playing and going for lunch and on the course and chipping. Like I would spend with him, I mean, five, six, seven hours. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, a lot of days. And then second coach, was that college coach? Yeah, so my second coach is Jorge Parada, which I think within the last five years, he's a... Okay. Um, yeah, a Spanish guy that lives in New York, and he studied here in the States. Um, he went to Campbell University. Mm -hmm. He played for the golf team, and then he studied the golf coach degree. And yeah, he's a great coach, very different to what I was used to. Um, mm -hmm. He loves the technology. He loves the track man. He loves all this new stuff that I think it's really important, and he can help you with yeah with with anything nowadays because. I mean, all the sports, they, I mean, you can know so much about nutrition today and, and so many things that if you can keep up with all the technology, I think it's a big advantage. Absolutely. And it's always changing, right? Like, and to get someone that's a professional that knows about the technology and helps you use it so you can just focus on golf. Yeah, for yeah, sure. For that's sure. awesome. Yeah. When, uh, when you were competing growing up, when did fitness start becoming a part of, a part of your, your golf preparation? Yeah, I think fitness has been always important for me, especially to avoid injuries. Uh, I've been mm -hmm. quite lucky and I never really had anything major during my career. So I've always been working out since I was 10, 11, 12 years old. Uh, when I came to the States and when, when I came to college, I, I saw the purpose more important because it was more golf specific and mm -hmm. I think in the States, you guys specialize more and I really like that. It's more specific to your sport. Back home, it's more general, more, I mean, you work out, you feel good, mm -hmm. but I think here you do it the, the right way. Yeah, absolutely. What uh, So just so you know, I interned with ASU Sports Performance Program in gosh maybe 2012 2013 and i interned with swimming softball and tennis yeah and it was so cool to see like you know the specific the specificity between each sport mm -hmm. what was that like when you were at asu yeah so when i was at asu we had uh yeah this training and we used to go yeah three times a week to work out and at the beginning it was very different to me um <laughs> i was very sore all the time 
Olympic um, lifts and stuff, like um, hand cleans, that type of stuff? I remember lots of lunges and legs and glutes and core mm-hmm. exercises, uh, power stuff, speed. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it was fun. I think I learned a lot and I really like the way uh, people work out here. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And that was at ASU's campus, right? Yeah, ASU. Yeah, yeah. cool. That's awesome. And when uh, when you came to, to Superstition Mountain, did you guys live in the Phoenix area at the time? Yeah, so I've been living here for three years now. Okay. Um, and yeah, when when I got to Superstition, I just asked. Uh, they told me that they were um, TPA training. and I mean, I wanted a, a personal trainer so I could improve my golf. And I always thought fitness is very important for, I mean, not only for golf, but for everyday life. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I started working out with Zach, um two years ago this is our third year together mm-hmm. and yeah I noticed a big difference I mean he's I mean he knows a lot not only about golf but about the body and how to how to improve um, you always do these tests and you can see your weaknesses and you can work on those things how often um, do you guys do screenings TPI screenings so, uh, so just just so everyone knows uh, a TPI screening is a movement screening specific to golf so we focus on movements that are going to restrict your golf swing or uh, make you make up for that swing in a way that is an improper movement so I remember I did my first one when I met him and I think he was really surprised with my with my hips I had no mobility at all and I thought it was something normal yeah and then yeah we did lots of mobility stuff uh, for the hips and I think I saw a huge improvement. It helped me a lot on my swing, the way I rotate my hips now. Yeah. Uh, we do a lot of power and speed and medicine balls. And yeah. I mean, I really enjoy working out because I can feel a big improvement and I can see my club speed a little higher. I can see the, the body's moving better. Mm-hmm. So I, I love working out with him. Yeah, that's awesome. And I know he definitely enjoys your programming too. He thinks it's like a little mad scientist in the yeah. lab, you know, working on it. Back there, what uh, what has helped you keep your competitive drive up even during your workouts? And I've seen you in the gym. You're definitely, I can tell you're there to get better. You're there to compete. It's not just a leisure workout. How do you keep that competitive mindset every day? Yeah, so for me, I think the more you suffer in the gym, then the stronger you are on the golf course. Yeah. And I think mentally you're going to become a, a stronger athlete. So I think you have to suffer to... I mean, suffer in a good way. To, mm-hmm. be, to be ready to compete. And I mean, you're going to... Golf is very tough is mentally it's 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 a draining game and i think the tougher you are in the gym or in life in general mm-hmm. the tougher you will be in the golf course and the better you are going to respond to all those uh, challenges yeah absolutely absolutely that's a some really good insight what um i know you travel a lot what does your travel routine look like so let's say you have a tournament i like this what recent one you had how, how often or how soon before the tournament do you like to fly in to the location? Yeah, so usually if it's within the States, well, we'll fly on the Sunday, get there Sunday night, Monday, go play nine holes, Tuesday the same, mm-hmm. um, maybe a workout on Tuesday, and then Wednesday we have the prom mm-hmm. every, every Wednesday before the tournament. Sometimes it's nine holes, sometimes it's 18, and then tournament starts on Thursday. Uh, you play one day early, one day late, Thursday, Friday. Mm-hmm. And then you have a cut. So you have 70 players and ties go through the weekend. And then it's just whoever plays better is going to play later on the weekend. Uh, so you're trying to play good so you don't have to wake up too early. Yeah. <laughs> on the weekend. Do you like to sleep in? I like my sleeping a lot. Yeah. 
What, uh, what's the hardest part about adjusting? So you fly to a new place, you get there on Sunday, Monday. Um, is that the hardest part for you is getting up and getting back to it? Yeah, I mean, usually in the States I'm fine, but when we, I mean, we play all around the world and when we go to Asia and Thailand and Singapore and Korea, I mean, it's, it's a long travel, like 13, 14 hours fly. Mm-hmm. And then the jet lag is really tough. So, I mean, usually just try to adjust the quickest possible. So if you get there at, uh, I don't know, like one o'clock during the day, you just want to stay awake and maybe go for a run, go for a walk, have a nice dinner and then go to bed at a time that it's, I mean, maybe seven, eight, nine o'clock, you don't want to go to bed at 2 p.m. and then be awake for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. So I think if you try to adjust as quick as possible to the time that where you are, I think that that's, that's going to help you. Yeah, absolutely. And then how about here when you're training? What's, uh, what's your morning routine look like before, you know, where you work out? You wake up, is there anything that you do every day that's been helpful? Yeah, so usually I like to work out in the mornings. So mm-hmm. I go maybe three, four times a week um, for an hour, hour and a half. And then, yeah, I practice a superstition three, four times a, a week. I'll have some lunch there or maybe I, I bring some lunch with me. I like to play in the afternoon. Uh, usually after I work out and do my practice and hit balls and range and putting, mm-hmm. I feel I'm ready to go to the course and do all the on the just plane yeah so it's a full day we're, we're going to the yeah. gym training yeah and then lunch usually typically in between yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe seven eight hours with the workouts and practice and lunch and playing mm-hmm. i think yeah in, especially in the pre-season i think that's that's how it is yeah what uh what's an off day look like do you ever schedule those in mm, off days <laughs> i had a lot of them in spain lately so good in Spain, it's lots of sleeping, uh, family, friends going out, uh, lots of good food. I mean, I love sports, so I like to go and play some sports or at least go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, uh, a day off, maybe we go for a hike, we go for a walk to the park, a mm-hmm. uh, nice brunch. Um, we like sports, so we like watching football on TV. We got the Super Soccer. Bowl coming up, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think our life is lots of sports. Yeah, good. Yeah, it keeps you entertained, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, awesome. What uh, what what should we expect for you in twenty twenty? Are there any uh, new feats or new new goals you're reaching for? Uh, twenty twenty. So I'm just gonna try to keep improving. Uh, I mean, I would love to win again on tour. I would like to to play good in the Olympics this year in the summer. That's always something that I I would love to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just keep improving every day, keep feeling good. I think if you keep working hard, the results will come. Yeah, absolutely. Any advice you could give uh, a younger a younger lady, maybe in college or, or just getting into college, on preparation and how maybe they can start improving their body through fitness to, to help their golf success, their golf career? Yeah, I mean, I think the most important is to... To get someone that knows, uh, educate yourself and hire a professional that knows about the body because if you start doing things by yourself, you can get an injury very easy. Mm-hmm. So I think if you work with professionals, it's always a plus and it's always something that is going to be beneficial in the future. So that would be my, my first re- recommendation. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. Well, great. Carlotta, thank you for being here today. Greatly appreciate your insight and your uh, your focus and your drive to, to stay on top. So thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you. No yeah, worries. Absolutely. There it is, my interview with Carlotta. Just her 
uh, mental focus and preparation, the way she approaches all things in life is really, uh, really impressive to me. And I'm really excited that I'm able to share her background and her current training knowledge with, uh, with you all. Thanks for tuning in. Again, I'll have this information up on our website, teamupwellness.com. We'll have some uh, content on how to get in touch with Carlotta and follow up on the resources that we discussed in today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a fantastic day. Look forward to connecting with you soon.